Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. everybody to the 83rd episode of the wicked anime podcast who knew we would ever make it this far right yeah i didn't <laughs> yeah so, and we have something very cool going on right now what is it it is uh it's con month it's con month yeah, yeah! Everybody cheer! What the hell is this? I feel like we've yeah. done a lot of them. Cheer to Christine. It's con month. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, everybody knows that come Anime Boston time, or a month before Anime Boston time, we have our con prep podcast, uh, and we do con month, and we switch it up a little bit every year. This year we have a completely different format, but we always love bringing a ton of guests onto our show. So, today we have, uh, let's start with me, I... I'll am, be seated. And the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. And with me is my brother, the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan. Hi. And, I'm sick. I'm sick. And we have the anime noob, Christine. Hello. And joining us over the radio waves, we have the fangirl, Victoria. Hi. And, of course, from the Boston Bastard Brigade, we have King Baby Duck Evan. How are you actually doing this show when I know for a fact that you're playing Fire Emblem Fates, R- man? I actually... Uh, you guys are <laughs> stopping me from doing that! You know? So, just don't bring it up right now, okay, Evan? <laughs> and finally, uh, as first time on the show, we have our good friend, John C. Riley. Hi, everyone. Brohawk Riley. Uh, Brohawk Riley. We, we really wanted to get John on so much earlier on our show because he's such an entertaining voice. and <laughs> But also, we're bringing him on this episode because for the first episode of Con Month, the way that we're doing things is we're doing two Tapagachis. We're not doing any news. We're not doing what we're watching or anything like that. It might come up later, but you know we're not planning on doing that. We're just doing two Tapagachis, both Con-related. We're, and first off, we're doing AMVs. And we always thought that John was very specifically very in tune to AMVs, so we definitely want him on for this episode. Yeah. So thank you for joining us, John. Thank and- you very much for uh, inviting me. Absolutely. And, of course, um, after we talk about AMVs, we actually have a pretty good transition in, um, from AMVs into, we actually have a story about AMVs that will lead into our first con stories. Yeah, our second topic um, is first con stories. Second story that we'll all be discussing is our first con stories. And everybody loves hearing first con stories because they're so interesting. Yeah, they're usually either really fun or really terrible. Yeah. So, uh, of course, a uh, little bit uh, behind uh, con month again, uh, as everybody knows. 
Uh, we start con month before Anime Boston, and Anime Boston is, I think, everyone here, right? This is our home convention. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so we always do like we go to conventions all year round, or at least as much as we possibly can. We do the press thing, uh, whatever we try to do, we just have fun. But Anime Boston is is very special to all of us, um, and so that is why we uh, surround our con month. Right before we go to Anime Boston. Yeah, and My not to mention, understand it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not to not to mention, like a, a ton of cons are strewed around this time of year. You know, the beginning of spring. Yeah, it's the start of spring is yeah, con month. There's, or con, there's con season. Yeah, there's there's holidays like school vacations fall in line. So there's a whole slew of cons that come up. I mean, Katsucon just happened. Magfest is happening right now as we're recording. You know, so just so many huge things going on and i by the way i hear that uh magfest right now is just the bomb it's just like the yeah. best thing ever and everybody goes yeah. to it i heard that capsucon was great but everybody completely trashed the gaylord convention center yeah <laughs> have you heard, have you seen these stories yes oh my god it's a nightmare and i'm surprised that this shit still happens i mean well Will this affect the Katsukan in the future? I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised if some of these hotels are like, nope, these people aren't allowed to come here. What anymore. actually well, happened? Isn't that what the Marriott's trying yeah, to do in Boston? There, there's a reason why uh, you can't get an Anime Boston rate at the Marriott that's attached to the Prudential Center anymore. It's because they're like, we don't like congoers. And we're sitting over here going, we totally understand. <laughs> yeah. We're going to in your hotel anyways. Yeah, um, actually, as a matter of fact, with a AAA discount, this year we've actually gotten the Marriott cheaper than we've ever gotten it since we started going to Anime Boston in 2008. I will cheap- technically be at the Hilton, so not connected, but it's still a hotel. <laughs> the, it, it's, it's like, it's, yeah. it's it's technically a shorter walk yeah. than, than, yeah, than right, exactly. the Marriott. You just need to go All outside. Right. <laughs> yeah. Outside in a big white dress with a wig that's going to be like eight pounds on my head. This will uh, be interesting. I'm just crashing on 42 Believer's aunt's couch. Yeah, we'll, we'll have Sarah. 42 Believer actually won't be there. It's just Evan is just crashing. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> and it's actually not her couch. It's her doorstep. She doesn't yeah. know he's going to be there. <laughs> and by doorstep, we... Who is this weird old homeless man that's over here? And by doorstep, we mean dumpster. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so uh, yes. So we all have our own convention stories, and we all have our own opinions on AMVs, which we're going to be starting with, and some fans may be very upset about things, what we have to say about AMVs. I cannot wait to upset then, our fans about and then AMVs. Other, <laughs> but other people here have very, we all have very differing opinions on AMVs. I, yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's, hey, let's dive right into it. AMVs. I have, like, a 2080 love-hate relationship with, yeah, with it, AMVs. I would agree with that. I, I, I have about... 80% hate AMVs, 20% love them. I'm about 50-50 because sometimes I like a good AMV that acts as like a promotional thing that makes you want to watch the AMV. But then on the other hand, you have some folks who do AMVs and it tells the whole series. Yes. And you get everything spoiled. Case in point, the Tokyo Magnitude oh, 8.0. Oh my gosh, I was so angry. I was so angry. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say I enjoy... I would probably have to say I'm almost the complete reverse of you saying that I'm a uh, 80-20 in favor of AMVs, but yep. there are AMVs that totally ruin uh, animes in general because the fact that, uh, let me see, like Wolf Children was yes. completely yes. ruined 
um, during Anime Boston when they had that Fidelity one by uh, Sophiler, uh, Sophilaris, I think. She yep. goes by Sophie. And, yeah, I know what you're talking it's about. It's a great thing. It, it brings up a lot of uh, like deep feels. But the fact that they actually, you can actually, that's like a mini movie. It's like Cliff yeah. Notes. It's like Wolf yeah. Children yeah, Cliff um, Notes. I, I closed my eyes for that entire AMV. I spent the entire time looking at the ground the entire time that AMV was playing because I Correction. did. Correction. They both sat there, hands over their ears. Nope, nope, nope. The whole yeah, time. because, okay. So, okay so <laughs> I don't here, blame you. I don't blame you whatsoever. Yeah, so here is my complete definition of AMV uh, where I like to say that People like are like, oh, but I want to tell my story and I want to, you know, I want to convey a message. Well, here's the thing. I want to give the feels. Yeah, here, here's the thing. Which it sounds inappropriate. You're taking, a, you're taking a song that does not belong to you and so that you don't own that property. So that's not yours. And you're taking an animation that you had no hand in creating. So that's not yours. And you're taking a story and you're trying to tell your story from somebody else's story that you had no hand in creating. And yet you create a piece of property that's a little music video that spoils the entire series or show or movie for somebody that you that you have no license to any of it. Yeah. And so like so who why do you have the right to spoil something for fans in the in its entirety like, when you I, don't even own it? Yeah, when you don't if, even own if it. If a creator made an AMV, like say say that uh, the only name that comes to mind right now is one like say Ken Akamatsu made a Negima AMV of his own where he told the entire story of Negima in four minutes to, to I don't know, Weird Al's eat it. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and and that would be perfectly fine, except for the fact that he used Weird Al's eat it. You know, it doesn't really make any sense, so who cares? But, he, but Ken Akamatsu took his property and told his entire story yeah. in four minutes. He now, chose to do that. Now, I'm not bashing, or I am bashing, but, um, <laughs> but I want to make it clear that I just feel like there should be things in place, like at conventions, like... A convent, like you go to an anime. Like spoilers, like yeah, like so spoiler like, like warning. Spoiler we're about to ruin the anime like, I mean, for you. Like you go to an anime convention, so clearly you know that people are interested in anime, and people are there to discover anime. So why would they allow to show, like, openly show property to hundreds and maybe thousands of fans? Actually, it's that, probably more like thousands, yeah. maybe tens of thousands. Yeah, to yeah, and that that just spoils material without a spoiler warning in front of it. That's just the question I ask as far as conventions go. Yeah. Well, doesn't Anime Boston, before the AMV contest begins, has like a thing that says this may contain bad language, violence, spoilers, and sexual situations? Yeah, but no one really sure reads that. I, I don't remember that. I don't think so. Because you two are too busy complaining the entire time. <laughs> I was going to say, wouldn't you pretty much just take it for granted that that would happen anyways? During an AMV, it's clips from a show. If you haven't seen it, regardless, no matter what, there's going to be something that you haven't seen, or it might there might be a spoiler in there. That's absolutely true, but there are ways to do it because there are people who tell stories from beginning to end chronologically. But then there are also people who make AMVs, which are great, that are just like clips of a show, you know, right, out but, of context. But still, yeah. that's the chance that you take. Right, which is why I, I don't feel like it should be shown publicly to a bunch of fans who are also watching, maybe watching that same show. I think that the AMVs don't but belong on YouTube in general because the fact that, like what you said, they're they're taking someone else's musical property, someone else's video property, ruining the story itself. They're pretty much like the anime version of Jinx on YouTube where they're just stealing everything and becoming more popular than any of your content <laughs> has been. And yep. there's, there's two polar opposites <laughs> when you have... 
you have somebody like um, like uh, Sophie who ruins an entire anime with someone else's song, but then you have uh, Baka Opai, who's the complete opposite with his anime 101, 102, 20, yeah. like where it's just it's just ridiculous stuff. Like yeah, anime mixed in, yeah, like mixed in, like yeah. somebody changing the channel, and also he's a lot more creative because he's pretty much showing you how he's transitioning from social media. He actually makes a fake, fake, uh, fake Facebook, and like it's just it's, it's so awesome to see that, and it's and it's a reoccurring yeah. theme that comes on. So when you're at the you're at Anime Boston. You assume that you're going to see another Baka Opai where it's like anime 102 or like 404 or 505 yep. or 606 and you're going to laugh your ass off. Actually, as a matter of right. fact, if you haven't seen the newly updated rules on the Anime Boston page this year, they say that uh, they will no longer ac- accept submissions for anime hell style videos. Really? Hell style yeah. or hell style? Hell style. Yeah, anime hell. Oh, okay. Oh, um, Really? Yep. Yep. So we we will probably not see Baka Opai there again. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah um, but um, I have to give a lot of credit to him. I th- I actually find his videos kind of annoying. However, however, <laughs> you mean the Wi Fi insurance? The, they honestly find most of the AMV portion annoying. I make them sit there. Yeah. <laughs> however, um, I do. I, I revel in his ability to use After Effects and his editing. Yeah. He's an absolutely amazing editor, and like he deserves everything that he gets when he gets the awards. I just think his videos are annoying. All right. <laughs> uh, Vic- Victoria, what's your opinion of AMVs? Oh, I get to talk now? <laughs> now that you've all, like... We were getting to it. Come on. Uh, I just was trying, and then there's... every time I went to talk, someone like, nope, I'm going to rant about this. Gonna... There's six of us here, okay? Anyways... <laughs> I per- like this is not going to be a shocker to anyone who's probably listened to me talk. Um, I absolutely love AMVs. I am that person. I actually found a couple different series that I started watching because of the AMVs from Anime Boston, and because mostly because I am someone who I really do enjoy spoilers. If I see something that I like oh, in the that's series, so wrong. Shut up. If I see something, that- <laughs> you guys got to rant. It's my turn. So. <laughs> But there's things in it like, oh, that couple's going to get together in that point. I can root for them and not get my hopes destroyed like usual. So, like, maybe I'll watch this series. And it it makes me a bit more interested in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was upset at the Wolf Children one. I didn't get to see it because I actually haven't gotten to see the movie yet. These certain two people keep telling me they're going to show me the movie and then they just don't. Well, somebody lives so, in Florida now. Not my fault. <laughs> I am there for the cons all the time. <laughs> And in May, I move back. So this is why paying for Anime Boston is really difficult. We'll have a Mamoru Hosoda day then. Fine. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I really do enjoy AMVs. I've actually made one. Um, people, it's it's just one lame one. It was from Romeo X Juliet with the, what was it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. That. Oh, my God, my cats attacked the door. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's with Remember the Name. It is the uh-huh. Red Whirlwind, and I am very proud of that AMV because it was the first one I ever made, and I thought it came out pretty cute. But yeah, like I like AMVs. Yeah. I feel like if you really are going to be like, oh, this is spoiling everything, and they shouldn't be showing these to people, get your ass out of your seat and leave. Like, literally, it's the end of the event. You know it. At the opening, uh, closing ceremonies, they always do the same pattern. They'll thank everybody, they'll close it up, they'll do everything up to the end, and then all of a sudden, it's done. Right, that's, that's a closing true. ceremony. They'll, they'll However, do the announcement yeah, but, and then and then you just leave. Yeah, um, I just I just kind of feel like uh, as somebody who's like taking a, up a career in story writing, 
Like I, I made a career in story writing. I like to write stories. I would, I just thought how upset I would be if somebody took my story and told it to somebody in four minutes after I spent like four years already writing it. Yeah, so, um, that's actually a good point. And not, that is a very good point. Not to mention too, there are AMVs that I, like. Let's talk about the AMVs that I love. Yeah, the twenty percent. Like for example. <laughs> Last year, I saw the greatest AMV that I will ever see in my entire life. I still watch it to this day whenever I'm feeling sad. Can I it's... guess? Can I guess it? Yes, yes you can. Go. Repeat stuff by yes. both. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I was Bo just Bo looking that up. Oh my it gosh! It is like it's so <laughs> good. It's so perfect. We will have a link in the description to Bo Burnham's uh, reiterate re- reiterate things AMV. It is the greatest. It's a, it's a comical song you know that that's that's really great and deserves to be heard by everybody because it's very creative uh and then it's a whole bunch of different anime almost in the same way that the amv hell you know amvs go uh, there there there's just no way that they could show you something that you would that you would see it as a spoiler because it, it's just mashed together with all these different things and they're all arbitrary, like like the anime boys uh, boy bands dancing on stage. Uh, right. You know, there's there's no way that, that you could say like, oh, that's a spoiler in the series. Uh, Leah AMV spelled, uh, um, I think it's L L E I A AMVs. That's the original producer of the AMV uh, reiterate things, which is the uh, Bo Burnham. Because <laughs> Bo Burnham is just uh, unbelievable itself. And the fact that he's, he, I don't know what he's doing right now, but uh, coming from Boston and seeing the fact that he had a background in uh, magic and now he's, uh, God, he's one hell of a performer because he's not just jokes. He actually, like you, uh, Andrew, is just a, like he, a story writer. He pretty mm-hmm. much creates an atmosphere and a theme. And it's more or less like a play with jokes itself right here. Yes. That sounds great. Yeah, it really. You know, see, that's funny, too, because I'm, I'm really not familiar with Bo Burnham. But I, I saw this and I was just like, I'm on board. But um, there's also those other AMVs, too, that I, I know, John, in, I think, 2014, you had a problem with it because it was a Kill a Kill AMV that was just oh, such yes. a dubstep. Yes. No, no, no. More than that, it's... Uh, the uh, particular uh, editor, the person that makes AMVs, uh, their YouTube page is Because I'm Bored 1, and I did not like the fact – well, I don't like – Evan can attest to this. I do not like um, a Kill a Kill whatsoever, and it's, yeah, it's so told weird. Me so many times. It's <laughs> so weird because you think that me being a, a huge um, Eros and Yi, like a, a huge like pervert sometimes – you think I would be totally on board with this, but I'm so complete of the opposite of Kill a Kill. I, it's great that the story, but it is complete fan service. And the fact that this is on Cartoon Network, and it's so... Se- I don't like when my anime is sexualized. And it comes from my background of enjoying, like, Dragon Ball Z. Or, more importantly, my uh, I'm a huge Naruto fan. And I, I'm a diehard Naruto fan. And I, I believe that it's just... Anime is great, and it doesn't need the sexualized content. And sometimes you can even learn things. Yeah. And the fact that, like, not only was that, it was set to dubstep, but that's not even a huge problem. It literally was the condensed version of all the sexualized stuff on Kill a Kill, and it just kind of made me sick. So it's like, uh, you're taking the easy way out. But it's 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 like the, the winner from 2014, I think, was um, 
Future Diaries with uh, Blank <laughs> yeah. Page oh, with God, Taylor Swift, and it one. won. Why? Because it's Taylor Swift, and it's Future Diary, <laughs> and it was horrible, <laughs> and you did not deserve <laughs> the win. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, yeah, I... That that's a weird thing too because uh, Future Diaries is a terrible anime, so. <laughs> but everybody loves it. Everybody loves Mary. Just D. shovel it in, shovel it in. Yeah. See, I think it's funny because I mean I always thought that Kill a Kill the point of it was because of the fan service. Like they were they were. Well, it's sat it's satirical. Yeah, it's satire, exploitation yeah, it's satire. of sexual content, and uh, I actually thought uh, recently I, I thought of a great AMV that would go with Kill a Kill. It, Kill a Kill going to uh, come out and play by by the, the offspring. offspring because the opening line to that song in in, in it is uh, like the greatest of fashions like a spreading disease the kids on the way to their classroom getting weapons with the greatest of ease that's the opening line to the song and that is kill a that's kill. kill a kill yeah that is the synopsis of kill a kill not to mention that uh, you also have take them out you know like so you have Ryoko Matoi being like talking to Satsuki you uh, you know you you disrespecting me and then you have like a little uh, Mako in the background. Take him out. Gotta keep him separated. Yeah. Copyright. Single... Copyright. Uh, wicked anime. Yeah. Nobody else, can, nobody else can take that. The complete uh, opposite of another fan service, I think, is the anime Free. And I was so not uh, on board with their, uh, their. Uh, I, I, it was like every time we touch thing, where it was just made it even more like more sexual. Toward the uh, the. I'm uh, sorry. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> to the uh, to the homosexual. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm totally uh, on board. And it wasn't that. It just made me feel yeah, really yeah, yeah. uncomfortable. And yeah. uh, and free. I guess I wasn't on board. I feel with like free. all the girls are screaming, and the guys are the ones I'm trouble. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, us guys have our own swimming anime coming up. Soon, yeah. Oh so. no. But the thing is, I was so on board with the uh, the the last one. I think the last free I said uh, at Anime Boston. I was so on board with it. Has anybody seen the Fangirl Chronicles? Yeah. The fan, that one was great. Where they so mixed up Bote. Yes. Yeah. With yeah. Cecilia Phantom Hive. It's, it was like wow. I was so on board, and that's one AMV because. If an AMV captures you and, and, and makes you remember a song or how great it is or how awesome the skill is, like whether it be Baka Opai and it's just impressive skills. But when, you, whenever, anytime you hear that song, you remind yourself or you picture the AMV in your head, that makes it an indelible impression. Yeah. And it's like, that's um, what the Taylor Swift yeah. one did for me, damn it. <laughs> Um, no, I agree with... But in the wrong way, I, in the I, very wrong way. I agree with John, though, because the, every time I hear... Like, as, my, as much as it's like, well, they're okay, like, I kind of like them, and now they're terrible. Imagine Dragons Radioactive yes. to that Evangelion thing. Yes. Was uh. the... Because the timing was, really was so perfect when it's like, uh, breathe it out, and all of a sudden you see the uh, Evangelion go, like that, and, I was like, oh. And I love Evangelion so much, and that that song was just like, wow. It was made for That it. translates yeah. so well, and like, because you're singing about like this apocalyptic wasteland, and like... Evangelion is so gritty yet so actiony and no spoilers. Yeah, and like, yes, no spoilers. yes. And everything about Evangelion, like you can't show anything in Evangelion without spoiling something. But they did it. That's like, that's like, clever. When you're clever about it and you match it up and you appreciate it, it's like one part I love this song, other parts I love this anime, third part I can actually watch it 
over and over again without having to worry about spoiling everything. Like, uh, like you are not alone. It's like, I can watch that and I don't have to worry about like, you know, oh my gosh. It's like, even though I've seen it, it makes me want to watch it again. That's yeah. the reason why it's like I yeah. try to steer clear. But if I see somebody doing a really clever Summer Wars one, it's like, yeah, I'm totally on board. Yeah, yeah it could be and done with Summer Wars for it sure. Was, it was actually the same thing with one of the winners, uh, one of the previous years too, with uh, AOL Nation. Or is it? Yeah, AOL, AOL Nation. A- AOL Nation with the song Sale. And it was like all those ghost story ones. Like there was a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was kind of creepy. Yeah, it was really creepy and it was really well done. It, like that song is okay, but the AMV was just like, wow, this song really fits to it. That's really well done. I hate my, my personal opinion. On the AMVs in general, yep. are it's great to highlight great editors who are using this not as a living, but as an actual hobby that they're doing within maybe their college film editing classes and everything. Like taking your skills, like me, when I'm taking my skills as far as graphic design or web design, mm-hmm. using that as another thing outside of assignments to hone your skills, and then hopefully. Like, yes, because uh, no one other than you honestly can't make money off of this on YouTube yeah. because you're using no, you so much content and you're lucky even if it exists and it doesn't get like a DMCA, whatever. Yeah, yeah especially uh, nowadays. Exactly mm-hmm. nowadays yeah. with YouTube's content uh, ID stuff. But it's great to highlight it. And it if they don't even win, the fact that you get to see it on a huge screen and then people cheer for it gives yes. you such a high. And it's like, man, I want to I wanna do this so much because there's so many great ideas yep. out there. Yeah. But it's like Definitely. I love that. But I honestly detest any creepy horror ones that have a horrible song. I don't know about you guys, but if I hate the song and it's not a poppy song, like there were a lot of horror ones with songs that it's like – Oh, if I have to listen to the Tokyo Ghoul theme in Japanese one more time, I'm going to like, you know, just – I'm going to jump off a building because it's like – I oh. So, okay, tra- transition stories from uh, AMVs into first con stories. We have uh, a first con story that relates to AMVs that will bring us right into – Why I hate AMVs yes, so, so much as a matter of fact. And Jonathan, Jonathan and I share this together because uh, – okay, first convention ever – was Anime Boston 2008. I think everybody knows this. LineCon. Um, yeah. yeah, no one's like um, and, and we love that convention. That yeah, was, it was like, like the best thing ever. Yeah, it was the best thing ever. Jonathan and I had the best time on the face of the planet, and, you know, that was our last year of it's high school. It's all history. Yeah, that was our last year of high school. But we went to the masquerade that year. And Which they don't sh- do. They, what? Don't do. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah um, and they... That's a first con story for a little later. Uh, and they went... You know, and showed the AMVs like they normally do at the masquerade because they show them like three times a year or at the, at, you know, the convention. Um, and they showed a Death Note AMV. Yes, yes, a bird and the worm. That was yeah. actually my second one. That I was actually um, working for Anime Boston as an audio tech. And really? Video guy. Yeah, so I, was, I actually got that uh, job from uh, my college because I was – while you guys were finishing high school, I was actually on my last year uh, of yeah, uh, yeah, audio yeah. production at AI. And I do remember because they literally went from beginning to end and, yep. and ruined. You could literally just yeah. sit there and watch. Yeah, they they took every single major plot point yep. and just sequentially this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens. And I was there. I'm like, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. And then like, you know, uh, and then also. Was I with I, you guys for this? I think so. And then, I, say, I vaguely remember you two freaking out. Katrina covered uh, covered Andrew's eyes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because <laughs> she like grabbed me and was like, "No, don't look!" Because because I was watching, 
I was watching Death Note as this was happening. Yeah, it was then, on, it was on Adult Swim, and they were only they weren't even at the L arc yet. Like yeah. even it, like L, we just yeah. got introduced to L, and uh, I'm looking down like not watching it, and then I look up, and there's the end of the show, like yeah. that final yeah. freeze frame from the show, and I was like, my heart just shattered. And I was just like, uh-huh. I can't believe this first convention ever. Yeah, and uh, I, was, I was shy. I was like, How can people Andrew? Do this? They came back though. What was that? <laughs> Andrew and I were were booing at the top yeah. of our. Lungs. I remember that. I remember that. We oh were at God. the very back of the auditorium. There was like yep. like five thousand people in there, and Andrew and I were sitting in the back. Boo! And you're just like, <laughs> that is the epitome of uh, what you guys and I don't blame you for having that stance now because that is the epitome of a bad AMV. It's clever and cool if you've actually watched it, almost like if you've already read the manga and you already know the story. It's yeah. cool to see it in a music uh, music video form, but it, it will ruin. It is it is the epitome of Cliff Notes. It is like Wolf Children. It ruins yeah. the entire experience of you watching it. Like the adventure. Like the whole idea yes. of watching something is the yes. adventure of discovering it yourself. So and and yeah, that was just ripped away from us. That was our first convention. I was like, and that was my first exposure to you know really checking out. I mean, I've seen AMVs on you know amateur AMVs on YouTube and stuff before that because uh, Jonathan and I hadn't been into anime for that long since then. Like I had first we watched like Cow- a year. Yeah, we watched Cowboy Bebop. Then I discovered Elfin Lead, and then I was like, oh well, that was can I find? And so I watched AMVs. I actually found Elfin Lead through an AMV, even like my favorite anime ever through an AMV. That's amazing. But, um, yeah, Ramstein. Yeah. Oh, Ramstein. Yeah. That was Helsing. That was Helsing. Oh, was, um, uh, and then, uh, yeah. and, and then I go to a convention and I was like, you can, what did they, what happened? Like, like you can actually do that. That's a, like, well, I, I don't understand. And like, I was just so broken by it, but the rest of the convention was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that transitions into first convention stories. Oh boy. Yay. So um, everybody here obviously has been to their first convention ever. Um, even Christine, the anime noob, has been to her first convention ever, uh, <laughs> which I believe was Anime Boston. Or did you go to photography with photography with your dad for a while? No, I Anime Boston 2012 was my first. Yeah, cool. interesting. All right, so uh, we'll get into. Actually, then do you want to start? Do you want to tell us about a cool con story from your first year at Anime Boston? Uh, that was a long time ago. Well, I can tell you a cool story about your first experience at Anime Boston. Please do. So, uh, Christine, uh, she, we were all at Anime Boston. It was me, Victoria, you were here for this. Me, oh, Jonathan, Victoria, um, and, and we were all just up in our hotel room, and Christine was messaging us like, what are you guys doing? You know, like, what are you doing? Do you, like, do you remember this now? I do. I was watching Star Wars. Yeah, do you want to continue? For the first time ever. Do you want to, do you want to continue the story then? <laughs> Sure. Just like the series of texts, how you end up like in the hotel room sitting with <laughs> I remember us. Remember this? We're like what? <laughs> so I was home. It was Easter weekend, and I remember I was so excited. Everyone was home from college. <laughs> I, I, at the time, I was the only commuter friend, so I was so excited. I'm like, everyone's home! Yay! And then I found out they weren't home. <laughs> and they were at a convention in Boston. And I was, at the time, I'm like, anime? That's weird. No, at the time, what are you talking about? You're still that way. <laughs> you're a little bit, you, you're, you're now just familiar with it. I'm yeah. Familiar it's not as weird, though. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I ended up, I was watching Star Wars, because Jonathan had gotten me the VHS version. I had never seen it before. And then I was thinking, I'm like, oh, I'll hang out with everyone this weekend, not realizing, again, that it was Anime Boston. 
So I was texting and realized, you know what? I'm not going to see anyone unless I go to this convention. So I went and I had a good time. And I decided to go back the next day. Yeah, you're, well, you had such a good time that your parents actually bought you your next day ticket. No, they did not. I what? Bought, no, they made, they bribed me because I think they wanted me to get out of the house. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I remember buying my own ticket. But I do remember the people at AB were very nice and let me buy the weekend pass. So they just like, upgraded my pass the next day. Oh, oh that's yeah. cool. It didn't make Yay. me pay another full day. Yeah. Great. That's one thing I do remember that the people, the staff at AB was very nice. Staff at AB is always really great. Like they, they yeah. make the yeah. show. So um, ever since I've been going, I do have to admit my favorite con is Rhode Island Comic Con. Sorry. AB. Yeah. Okay. So what's your first experience with your first Comic Con as compared to your first anime convention? I understood it more. <laughs> <laughs> when is the next one of those? It's in November. I believe it's November 9th through 11th. Then, Christine, wants to go can me. I go with you as my Absolutely. first ever Comic Con? Because yes. I've been dying yeah. to go to one. But, anyway, so, like, my first convention at uh, AB, I was like a lost puppy. I didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> I go as more, I feel like, the lackey. I go and help everyone out. I carry bags. I keep everyone's sanity. You break your foot. I broke <laughs> The next year, I broke my foot in, uh, the week before, so that was fun. This year I have my Fitbit, so I'm looking forward to seeing how many steps I'll get. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> Everybody's going to be Fitbitting. Just be like, look at my Fitbit! This'll, that'll be my challenge this year. I got my steps in! But then last year, I actually I could have that extra participated in a panel with huh? you guys. Yeah, right, your first panel. My wife, who's not weird, which I never thought in a million years I would ever do. <laughs> and I found out that my nerdy co-workers actually go to the con, and it was fun. <laughs> I remember um, my first reaction to uh, to go into a convention. It was Anime Boston 2008 again. Yep. Oh, Th- my god. Thursday gosh. night, um, we went to pre-registration, which thank goodness we did. Otherwise, we would have been in line for eight hours on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. And we went on, on Thursday night. We got into line, and we were there for like, I don't know, an hour and a half maybe? Probably about a half hour even. It, it wasn't was, that bad. Yeah, it was in the convention hall, though, and we were sitting in line. And it was the first time we had ever seen cosplayers in public. And we were like, oh. it's not even it's yeah. not even the uh, con yet, and people were dressed up for Thursday night. And Andrew and I went through line. We got our badges. We were walking out, and we were like, Andrew, these people are nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were like so culture-shocked. Like, the first time we ever went, we were so culture shock that i was like you know what i'm not embarrassed to be a nerd myself anymore because i'm around all these people who are really truly nerds so i guess my um first con experience was probably when i was much younger because i remember being in boston and seeing people dressed up in cosplay and but that you didn't actually go to the i did not know but i'm just saying the idea that people were dressing up in quote costumes was weird to me Mm -hmm. which um is something that john and victoria do Hell yeah. I appreciate your creativity. Yes, yes. I'm trying to remember the the first reaction you guys had to me in costume. That's what I'm trying to remember right now. I think I turned my head sideways and was like, what are you? (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember what what I was that year either. I'm like trying to remember. uh, It was um, the year before you made James a shoujo character. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I may dress up for part of a day this year. I haven't decided. Hey. James, oh, okay. is dr- James is dressing up with me this year again. Wait, oh, no, like he's, he's doing something other than Thor? Yes, he's doing something a little different than Thor. Jonathan, that might mean that you might have to. Sorry. I can give oh, you oh. a hint, though. If you, you, It's a couple, definitely. Luffy and nope. Nami. <laughs> I have Lady huge Beard. pink hair and a white dress. 
Um, He's going as Lady Beard. No, I'm going as <laughs> Rose Quartz from Steven Universe. Yes. Oh. Which would make James what, boys? I don't know. Uh, Steven. Is he Steven? No, it's a couple. <laughs> I do. I I don't watch Steven Universe. I don't know. <gasps> the dad. Okay, Thank the, you, the Evan. Dad. God. Oh, he would Except fit the that younger version, well. not the fatter old man. <laughs> I may be going as Velma. That would oh. be amazing. <laughs> I dressed up for that as well for Halloween. Yeah. I, I have a friend who's a professional yeah. hairstylist who's going to help me with the wig since her hair is for days. So very nice. See Very my track anyways. record on uh, favorite animes. What do you guys think I'm going to be dressing up as? Oh, um, gee, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, not not as Naruto, but you're going to be an Uchiha of some sort. I'm yes, yes, yes. Uh, I think you... that uh, out of the uh, six times that I've been to Anime Boston, I've cosplayed five times. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it, they're all been they have all been Naruto themed characters. The yeah, majority well, have. Last year you were your own original Uchiha. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which was hilarious. And then uh, I know you have a I know you have a Toby costume. Yep. Um, I know you actually do have Naruto gear. Yeah, I was actually. Um, well, I don't know what happened to my vest and all the other stuff, but I think I was uh, a Suma, and I was kind of limited because of my facial hair for yeah. the majority of uh, cosplay. But now that I, I have uh, blonde hair and no beard, um, I can just do whatever I want. So yeah, I'm gonna be wearing a wig. I'm gonna be um, Obito. I knew it. I was gonna say Obito. <laughs> I love Obito. I played the game. I'm so devastated in in the story mode for the Naruto Storm Four, but that's another story altogether. Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> yeah. I love Obito. He's such an awesome character. But yeah, being the adult version, uh, right after he's unmasked and loses that sleeve and stuff, but and also getting together with uh, my friend named Vince Clapper, who's an American Ninja Warrior veteran. He's been on the show a bunch of times. He's gonna be uh, cosplaying as Kakashi. So we're gonna do oh, like yeah. a, a team effort. So it's it's gonna be pretty dope. Are you nice. guys gonna be running around like climbing up walls and stuff now? Yes, yes, <laughs> we are. We're gonna be attacking other people. We're gonna be attacking. Uh, but the cool thing is that I love about being a part of the anime culture uh, and cosplaying is it it almost lets you see kind of like they live the uh, movie with Roddy Roddy Piper. You get to see other things that are not normally seen by the the naked eye or you just be becoming this uh part of community where it's like you walk it around you take pictures and people just kind of ignore you because you kind of disappear but when you're in cosplay people come up to you and want to talk to you or they love your costume and give you a thumbs up or you're able to approach other people and have this awesome conversation with them and just share things it's 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 a a great great Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
It's a, yeah. it, it is <laughs> such a great feel. Even when I was uh, cosplaying as Krieger from Archer, yes. I still had people coming <laughs> up to me going, some girl actually came up and goes, can you choke me? what i was like okay so i actually posed and took a picture somebody actually has a picture of me dressed as krieger choking their girlfriend that's love right there (laughs) that is insane i have i actually had an opposite experience with cosplaying i cosplayed for three of the five six years that we've been going to anime boston and um i only got like two pictures taken of me in the first three years that i was cosplaying I, i went as nauta from fully cooly and I only got, like, two pictures taken of me ever. The first year that we went to Anime Boston with our new Wicked Anime t-shirts, three pictures in one day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like, I, I, we, we go as... Was I two of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> that doesn't count, Christine. My first non-anime convention? Any what? convention. You're just the first con story. Oh, God. First con story. Let's see. I'll get the prune juice ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy! Yeah. Alright. <clears throat> We're gonna pretend like uh, the conventions that didn't have... Oh, gosh. Alright, alright. Um, 90... 98. All right. I was seven. You cosplayed as, <laughs> as a Native American and threw tea off the side of a boat. Yes. No, actually, I didn't cosplay for that. It was actually not an anime-themed convention. It was... Uh, it was in Boston near Chinatown at the, uh, JW, no, it was, I think it was, it wasn't JW Merritt. I think it was a Sheridan or whatever, and, uh, down near Chinatown. We would park in Chinatown. We would go in there and they had like, you know, the 17th floor or the 20th floor or whatever, just dedicated. And it was a comic book convention mm-hmm. and, uh, we weren't really there for comic books because we were there for the bootleg, uh, VHS <laughs> movies and, nice. uh, we were there particularly for like old school Jackie Chan movies and everything. But then all of a sudden somebody introduced me to a new movie called Storm Riders, which is based off of, I think, a Chinese or Japanese. Uh, I think it was actually a Chinese comic book that I actually bought a bunch of them when I was in Hong Kong back in the day. But because uh, I, I sought them out, but it was so cool because I never knew that they were able to make like a live action. You could almost say a live action animated movie with some cool stars. And I was like, yes. And then all of a sudden they were like, we have bootleg uh, animes. And and it was way before video editing existed when it came to adding subtitles yeah. with di- digitally. Yeah. So people had to teletype where they had to overlay over a VHS thing and they had to do the typing themselves and they did uh, they were great ones and they were horrible ones and you and, and like a YouTube video you had to sort out okay who made this who subbed this oh this person subbed it great I'm buying it because I know that they not only did they make jokes during the transitions like you know we'll be back after these messages like the title screen in between commercials, they actually made jokes or made fun of people, or uh, or made like uh, like you know inside like you know jokes or jokes about other animes. But yeah. we appreciated those, and I think that one of my favorite ones that I got was uh, Virtual Fighter when Virtual Fighter was an actual anime back in the day. Yep, and I, I bought mm-hmm. a bunch of them, and I just loved I loved them to death. And you, it was a crapshoot; you didn't know that you were gonna find the right ones. And it was, God, they, they had a stranglehold on uh, uh, anime fans back in the day. That's awesome. That I, is a that great is a story. fascinating story. Yeah, it really is. That's 
awesome. I wish I was there during those days, honestly, because I would have relished in like being able to get those videos and just watching them. You know, like just pick one up at random and try it. You know? And sometimes they had Japanese commercials on them. It was pretty nice. Cool. That's really cool. <laughs> All right, Victoria, first con story, go. Okay, so uh, I'm pretty sure my first con was I want to say 2005 for Anime Boston. I'm pretty 2005 or 2004. And was it uh, was that when they first went to the Heinz? Yeah, it was. De- it was first... definitely at the Heinz. Okay, because I think our, that was 2005. Yeah, I think in 2003 they were at the Park Street or the. I think 2004 as well. Yeah, 2003 and 2004, then and then 2005. 2005 they, all right. So no, no, and then 2005 they transitioned to Heinz Convention Center. So yeah, yeah so, so I believe it was 2005. Okay. Um, I don't know if I've talked about how my family exactly sees anime with you guys. I don't uh, think so. So my family, I'm already the weird one. <laughs> uh, my brother is kind of like my brother and all my cousins are kind of more like sports and video games. Which I just, hey, I absolutely love video games, but like they, I'm the only girl. Except we just adopted my little sister two years ago. But I've been the only girl for a long time. And my whole family was like, you need to be girly. Like, why don't you go buy makeup and stuff like that or go with jewelry? I'm like, Shh, I'm going to go watch my video games, please. Thank you. And I got really, really hooked on anime really fast. And I actually have one other family member who actually knows what anime is and watches it with me. He's my uncle. And he constantly would, like, when I lived with him, like, I lived with him and my grandparents, he would give me anime, but I... Because you guys know I'm a marathon monster, I would, like, burn through it in a day, like, an entire season. And he's like, no, you're supposed to watch, like, one disc a week, Victoria. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to watch it all. <laughs> so he would he would literally prevent me from doing it all. He'd give me one at a time. He's like, that's after awesome. next week, after if you have your grades are good, I'll give you the next, next disc. And I was like, that's not oh, fair. Yeah. That's... It was tough, you guys. <laughs> um, the struggle is real. <laughs> But he told me about the anime convention in Boston. He had gone once or twice, and he's like, yeah, there's a big convention. I'll take you if you want to go. And I remember, like, he got, we got a little lost <laughs> in the subway, and we followed a Toru Honda. <laughs> we followed Toru from Bruce Basket, guys. Off. <laughs> Your favorite. I'm like, I know who that is. <laughs> and this girl, I don't even think she knew we were behind her. It was super creepy because it was like this 50-year-old man and a girl just following this girl in a blue skirt. And a freshman girl in high school. Uh, This was actually the year before freshman year. Really? So then it was probably 2004 because we were, because 2004 we um, were freshmen in high school. I'm a year after you guys though. Yeah, we were were freshmen in 2004. For half the year and then it turned 2005. It did. That's true. But I I know it was at the highest. I know that. I know that. But like, I'm pretty sure it was the year before my freshman year because I had already been really into it. But, um, But yeah, so he took me and literally I'm running around like a little kid super excited and I remember him constantly saying he doesn't want to feel like a creep <laughs> like he won't even go with me anymore like he'll sometimes show up and I'll be like wait you came what what's going on and he's like I can't go anymore because now I'm just the old creepy guy in the corner and I'm like no you're not but he secretly is and it's just like it's I remember just feeling so happy and just having all these people here that understand my crazy. Like, I remember opening my locker at school and having, like, anime stuff on the inside, and everyone's like, what the hell is that? You're still into cartoons? I'm like, yeah, I am. What's your point? May have gotten picked on, but it's cool. <laughs> I mean, just if it makes you feel any better, yesterday we went to the mall and we were looking at the plushies in the Disney store, and somebody I knew from college came up to me and was like, what are you doing here? 
Yeah, and like, I legitimately I still and this have is the first time I've ever met her and I was like looking at Disney stuff. Oh, it was my freshman year of high school because I went I joined uh Braintree High with you guys in um I joined in sophomore year. So what it was my freshman year. Sorry. Okay. <coughs> so yes, 2005. Um but yeah. Nice. And then I remember my first year cosplaying was 2006 because Dana and she was like, she was like, we need another, we need a uh, Sakura from Tsubasa. We have everyone else. And I was like, okay, I'll do it because I want friends and that sounds fine. And I had no friends because I was that person who transferred into a public school from Catholic school. <laughs> so I didn't know anybody. And I was just like, okay. Fast forward 10 years. Now you have friends and you go to cons all the time. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. It was amazing. Take Take note of that, Victoria. Happy 10 years of cosplay. Thanks, Christine. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, d- don't, don't talk about, oh, my God, with the length of span. I've been doing it for, like, 20 years, so don't feel so bad. <laughs> no, I, I'm just like, wow, whoa. I didn't even – I we totally pulled out my cosplay box last night and ran around our apartment in wigs last night. <laughs> <laughs> creeped out my, my other roommate. Who should, we just His girlfriend was there. We just opened the door. Hey! And all of, like, multicolored and different length wigs and – my guy friend was in heels, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was awesome. We learned from your experience. We appreciate you. Yeah. I, I wear cosplay in public now. I wear my Naruto's Shippuden jacket uh, over my hooded sweatshirt, and I was actually outside yesterday uh, taking pictures, you know, in Salem and uh, what do you call it, Lynn Beach and everything, and it's the fact that, like, I'm trying to blend kind of like, you know, I really appreciate when people were able to, uh, like, you know, blend cosplay into actual yeah real, real, and make it work and then there's the people who just they don't want to blend it they want to stand out and get the attention yeah i see a lot more people just me. i see a lot more people just wearing wigs now like yeah just, just, people just yeah, wearing like, like 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 pure white wigs or like dark blue wigs it's really interesting yeah um, i uh i i was i walked into a hot topic yesterday and somebody complimented me on my fully cool shirt I was happy. <laughs> um, I, I know, because I came back from going somewhere else, and he's like, somebody just recognized my shirt. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> uh, Evan, go ahead. First con story. Well, like yours, my first con was Anime Boss in 2008. Awesome. So just, just so people know, like before I even went to a con, I was very, very hesitant to actually go to a convention because I thought it was going to be stupid. I don't know why I had this sort of mindset. Oh, why are these people dressing up? That's so dumb. Christine's over here just nodding her head furiously. (laughs) Why? Because she's like the same way too? You're you're not alone. You are not alone. (laughs) You're agreeing. Okay. All right. So I overheard that the pillows were going to be playing at Anime Boston. Yes. Now I had had already seen the pillows and had met Sawao Yamanaka a couple years beforehand at the uh, Knitting Factory show back in 2005. But it was their first Boston performance and I wanted to go and support them there. So my friend um, helped me with registering and everything. I I get in and... Yes, I'm excited. This is going to be my first convention. So we all, un- unlike Andrew and Jonathan, who were smart and went <laughs> on Thursday night, yep. we decided to go in on Friday after our classes are over at 4 p.m. Line con! <laughs> yes. Sure. The great wait of 08. We get there. And the line to get into the convention. This was back when the line w- was set up 
not at the hotel, but actually inside. The line was just all across the con. That is a and good by the time, onomatopoeia for a while. I was going to ask if she <laughs> yeah. could do that again. <laughs> so we get there, and at the point that we are standing at to get into this convention, it would have been an eight-hour wait Woo-hoo. to get our passes. It was 6 p.m. <laughs> wow. We were not going to get in on Friday whatsoever. <laughs> wow. So... We go really, really, really early. Like, we are at the Heinz Convention Center at 6 a.m. to get in for Saturday. And already the line is crazy. Really? Not too crazy. No, I did that my first year. And that's when I actually ran into one of my college friends. Once the doors opened, it took us another hour to actually get in there. And we were actually very close to the front. And yet it still took us an hour to get in there. So... We're just basically bumming around, just having a good time. And then the line for the pillows opens. So I decide to sit my butt down immediately so I don't lose, like, lose the place. And this was like the first event ever at Anime Boston where every single seat in the big room was filled to capacity. Yeah, I was there. I was I was in the balcony. They put us up in the balcony. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when I finally uh, got to sit down and watch a pillows performance... Um, they had us sitting at what we now like to call the press area. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Air quotes and for, press. <laughs> yes. And for those of you who don't understand, when they sit press down for certain events at Enemy Boston, they have us sitting all the way down on the right-hand side in front of a big screen. Yeah, front so row, you, front row, right-hand side in the corner of the convention. Where the podium is blocking your view. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why if you're the So we're basically Yeah, just, just walk around. Just separate from everyone. <laughs> so basically watching this Pills concert with almost like breaking my neck, like turning my whole head to like a 45 degree angle just to see Shinichiro Watanaha, uh, Shinichiro Sato, sorry. I got, <laughs> I got the two Shinichiros back so Shinichiro Sato on the drum set. I could barely see like Yoshiaki Manabe, the other guitarist of the group too. It was like, it was nuts that we were we waited this long and these were the seats that we had but at the same time i was so happy to be watching the pillows on stage once more yeah um did you, i'm guessing so you watched love and response before them too right what <laughs> remember love and response oh yes they opened yes. for the pillows and they were like what is going on <laughs> i'm surprised. Yeah, the only thing i was actually they- a little i was a little irked because when they were when the pillows were touring they had the band noodles who are awesome they're like the Japanese version of the pillows, but I mean, not the Japanese version. They're like, <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sorry. They are like the female version of the pillows. They're under the oh, same yeah, yeah. label and everything, but they're awesome. And they're a band I have all their albums of as well. But Love and Response? Yeah. Uh, really? You remember the only thing they could say in English was, hey, Boston. It's not even English. It's just like they say a and then the like name the, name of, the name of the city. Name of the city. Like, and that's all they said all weekend long was, hey, Boston. Like whenever you saw I them remember that stage. at opening <laughs> ceremony. It's just, hey, Boston. That's all yeah, they hey, say. Boston. And then they just kind of step back. That like, was, okay. well, that's more Latin than, than English. 
Boston, eh? Boston, eh? Hey guys, I got I got something funny. Not to make you guys upset or nothing like that, but since (laughs) I was actually working that con, I was actually doing my stuff, working the door, and then Uh all of a sudden I just walked right in and got the best seat possible for the pillows, (laughs) which was like you know above the balcony, center, perfect, straight on through. I had oh, it was great. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's awesome. That I think that's hilarious. But what the what the hell happened to Love and Response? They, like, they had that one appearance, see, and like they just vanished, not just from the American, but in Japan too. They've done nothing since that well, time. See, the what thing was is, the point? Too, is Love and Response? They also one of them sang, and then three of them like walked around on stage and <laughs> walked around on stage. Like they, it was like a friggin' fashion show. It's like a like, K-pop. That's what it was. Yeah. They would walk on and off and like in different costumes. They wouldn't dance. They wouldn't sing. They just were there to exist. And like one of them sang and that was love and response. It was, it was weird. It was a, it was a fashion show. Okay. So we were treated to a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The response was bad. No love in their response. Yeah. What? <laughs> but seeing the pillows live again, that was great. Now I didn't wind up. Well, actually, no, I did go a little bit on Sunday, the following day. I had a little bit more fun there. But because I had tickets to see Avenue Q for a matinee, I couldn't stay there for too long. Uh, I don't blame but you. I want to see Q that so great bad. for that day. Great show. No, no, it is. One of the best <laughs> musicals I've ever seen. So I, I had the pillows on one day, and then the next day I had Avenue Q. That's a great weekend in my honest opinion. Okay, so does everybody remember... The first time they experienced, uh, wh- what is it called? Uh, con depression? Oh, oh yeah. God. That's a, that, that's actually a good way to, like, transition. Con depression or con plague? Like, con D- depression. Both. Yeah, con, con plague happens, con plague happens to everybody, and I'm, and, like, I'm oh. sick right now, and. Yeah, uh, thanks. I know, I'm <laughs> trying to get my sickness out of the way before can I, we go down. I forgot to, um, I'm sorry, can I add just one more thing to my experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also in 2008, that's when I experienced, um, the sadly no longer happening at Anime Boston anymore, hentai dubbings experience. And yes. that was probably the most fun I had that entire Oh, God, weekend. that everybody, <laughs> everybody remembers their first hentai dubbing. <laughs> I remember my, uh, 2008 was also the first experience that I had with uh, Happy Hardcore or UK Hardcore when Greg Ayers and uh, Mark V and everything were, were doing The Dance. Oh yeah, I think that was probably the second to last, or probably last dance that they actually have for probably safety reasons because kids were probably rolling on Molly, or uh, (laughs) or whatever. But I I loved it because yeah, I I didn't do drugs. (laughs) But uh, it's so weird that people just look at me and say, like, I love, like, rave music or, like, happy hardcore, like, 150 BPMs per minute, like, you know, dance music. And I was like, what is this fantastic music? Let us dance. (laughs) And I danced with girls. And I got to see Greg And the fact that they melded anime music with, like, rave music. And they had, like, the anonymous kind of speech that, you know, that really creepy message that they did in the computer voice. Like, we are Legion. We are this. We will yeah. not forget. It's like they mix that with, like, dance music and they went into, like, um, uh, Scatman and everything. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on here? But both of those are no longer around. Uh, the dance yeah. and 
the hentai dubbing. It's weird that I remember last last year I was actually hanging around with uh, somebody that works at Harmonix and her husband works for Hasbro, but they were both like huge anime fans and hanging out. And then we bumped into Greg Ayers, who was drunk as hell with his <laughs> handler. And I'm like, man, what happened? He's like, man, just Boston hates us because they shut down the dance and then we moved it over to a club. And then the city of Boston shut us down and said we're no longer able to do it. So I'm like, that broke my heart. They're just trying to keep maintain the safety of everybody who goes there, though. So, you know. And I can understand that. I mean, just look at the way that, that Katsukon members treated the hotels there. That's basically how the rave people treated themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were underage kids being wheeled out uh, on stretchers because they were they were blackout drunk. You know, or high on some. Yeah, that's acts. that's not cool at all. Yeah, and that's no, why they had not. to get rid of it because it was too much of a lo- lo- uh, legal they had to liability. Ruin it for everyone, I guess. Also, yeah. it's it, it's also really weird bringing it up to uh, little kids and everything because live streaming uh, anime games such as like Naruto or whatever, you get to and and, and reoccurring kids because my demographic is anywhere between eleven and maybe seventeen, eighteen. And uh, these kids are being exposed to a lot of really graphic anime stuff that is for a mature audience, and they start off really young. So a lot of these kids who enjoy anime that are probably your students' age are are really disgusting. (laughs) Well, you gotta. And I think what's good is that I have the opportunity to have those discussions with them. Of, like, what's appropriate, what should you actually take to live your own life with, and maybe you shouldn't show this to your parents, or maybe you should <laughs> keep this away from your 10-year-old little brother. Um, and also, but, uh, like, how do you be, how do you also behave in a public convention like this? You know, so it, we get to have those, and fortunately, they're mostly my theater kids, so um, we can have that kind of conversation. <laughs> theater yeah. kids are the best, that's for sure. <laughs> but, but what people... <laughs> also seem to forget too is that like over in japan naruto bleach a lot of these shows that we see as for teenagers and adults they are for the kids demographic because over there the kids are a lot more mature than our kids in our country exactly yeah i would have to say that maybe naruto equates for me probably to the japanese public as kind of like uh, like G.I. Joe was to us when we were little kids because it, it, it's a cool anime. It's very not adult oriented other than like maybe the fighting, but also you learn stuff. It has in its roots. That's why I appreciate it so much is because it has a message. Masashi Kishimoto and his message toward uh, with, with, uh, with Naruto to the community is a kid that won't give up, who, who beats all odds. Who, uh, who who has confidence in himself and uh, his confidence and his uh, just everything his good nature just a good kid influences other other kids other people that you know uh, I'm here for you like especially the uh, the whole relationship between him and Sasuke never giving up on him as a friend and mm-hmm. it's just like idiot you're never gonna learn it's like i will always be your friend and it's just such good nature and i hate when it comes to america and it gets perverted that's the reason why i feel so <laughs> cringe like yeah. when it's like really did you really have to do this there are some well, fans I think it's also <laughs> i think but it's there, also our societal view of everything too is like what's normal over there and even um some of the things that we think are perverted i think jonathan and i even had this conversation yesterday of how 
Japan is such an over-sexualized, I guess, like, culture, whereas, like, there it's normal, whereas here we're like, oh my gosh, voodoo, keep that away from us. Yet their birth rate is so low. Yeah, that's (laughs) mainly what we're talking about. And they sell creepy things at vending machines. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and and that's, uh, let's uh, bring it right back to where, you know, the topic is, and that's a, a really good way to, you know, even as we get older, it's kind of a good thing to do to keep going to conventions so that we can convey that as, you know, times change, we can still and still remember where yeah, you ho- should be at. Hopefully KatsuCon was a lesson. You know, yeah. like, hopefully KatsuCon was a lesson that was like, well, I guess we shouldn't do that again. I mean, obviously we can't avoid that because there's immature children everywhere you and go. And there's going to be repercussions yeah, for there's, sure. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, so, the, I mean, they know who had those rooms. They know who was in those areas. Like, they charge you. They bill you. They have security cameras. What I mean, what the heck? So, um, so anyway. Uh, I think that's a good place to... Yeah, I think, I think that is a good place to wind down a bit. Um, and so, with that, we're going to transition over into some fan service. We have some messages sent over us from the fans. Yeah, who do we want to start with? So, our Wicked fan, Mike, sent us a cool thing. It was a cool little article saying that... Uh, how many of you played Fallout 4? Yep. My roommates play yeah. it, and I watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watch, too. Okay, so in Fallout 4, when you go to Diamond City, which is Fenway Park, uh, there's Wait, a this? robot... Yeah. Oops, yeah. Uh, sorry. There's a, there's a robot kiosk there who sells Japanese food, um, specifically ramen. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Japan has taken it upon themselves to sell... The Robo Ramen. So they actually have Fallout 4 Robo Ramen Instant Ramen Bowls oh, in Japan. That's cool. Yeah, and wow. you can actually... Yeah. Does it taste like uh, like radiation? <laughs> yeah, right. That's kind of what I said. I, responded, I, was like, I was just like, I haven't eaten it yet yeah. because I'm trying to avoid the rads, but you know. <laughs> you microwave... You, like a, re- a regular ramen bowl, you microwave for like about two minutes and it's ready to go. This one you microwave for like ten, and then, you know, it's over-radiated with microwaves. that extra radiation flavoring right Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, as to what we did last episode, Nerdy Show has a Patreon. And one of the reward tiers, if you pay $20 every month, they will give you a shout out on their show to whatever that you want to say. Well, we've had our first patron who has given us $20 a month, uh, us as a Nerdy Show, to have a shout out on Wicked Anime. Which is awesome because, you know, this is this is like a good stroke of the ego. It helps us validate our life choices. And uh, most of you uh, know her if you saw her from our Anime Boston 2015 video. Um, and she's also a very avid fan. She actually considers herself uh, our number one fan. It's uh, Allison Parent uh, who works the charity booth at Anime Boston. Um, and so she gave us a shout out message for, for this month. We did this on the last episode because we did it at the end of the month because we didn't get her message until uh, later. Now it's the beginning of the month again, so we're going to give her another shout out. And th- her message for this con month specifically is to everyone attending Anime Boston, come help make the world a better place for those affected by multiple sclerosis. A donation to the Anime Boston charity booth will not only make a difference in the lives of those affected by MS, but will also give you a chance to win some super cool prizes. Come down to the dealer's room and check out some awesome gift sets, rare merchandise, and exclusive art. Thank you very much, Allison. She actually uh, went on to uh, let us know last year at Anime Boston 2015, the multiple sclerosis society at the at the uh, uh, booth gained 
Twenty four thousand three hundred and thirty one dollars. Wow, that's like, a lot. That's actually the most that Anime Boston has ever received. The year before that was eighteen thousand dollars, and they were hoping that for twenty fifteen they were going to get twenty thousand. Well, the con goers blew it away, and they're hoping to increase it again this year, which I think they could because the con attendance just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. It does. I mean, like even even before that, like it was eighteen thousand in twenty fourteen. Twenty thirteen was was fourteen thousand. So it goes up at least like four thousand dollars a year to the Multiple Scler uh, Sclerosis Society of New England. Of New England or just the whole world? Maybe the whole world. I yeah. <laughs> um, Either way, it's a good charity. It's a it's very a good charity. It's great charity. Well, here, looks. you'll okay. probably find us over there, too, because we'll probably be visiting Hamilton a lot. Hi! <laughs> 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 she made me so happy that day. <laughs> I kept going to say hi. This is like, holy crap, guys. Yeah. We actually have a fan in person here. This is, this is actually the message that she sent us. Uh, so I'm not... Uh, she... she the first shout-out that we gave her was last episode, she said. So, I'm not only promoting these guys because the episode contains an excellent, nearly five-minute-long shout-out to me, uh, <laughs> their number one fan, nor just the amazing promotion about the charity booth at Anime Boston, but also because this entire show is super fun to listen to and filled with engaging commentary about current anime, conventions, Japanese culture, and weird shit that their fans send to them. Uh... <laughs> Andrew and Jonathan had an amazing crew full of nerds that really know their stuff and know how to be entertaining. This series is heading into con month, so be sure to listen to upcoming episodes to start getting hype for convention season. That's like a super nice review. I'm going I'm to come hug you at that booth when I see you. <laughs> yeah. Just letting you know now. I'm, we're very humbled. And uh, <laughs> one of the things that Nerdy Show wanted to let everybody know is now that you, like one of the things that you can do is, is do reviews for us on iTunes. Uh, and that actually helps other people see us. Like, when you make a review, it helps other people see our show faster. So, you have homework, fans. <laughs> Your homework is to go to YouTube and give us five-star ratings and... I iTunes. iTunes, not what YouTube. You said YouTube. I said YouTube. But subscribe to oh, us no, on YouTube, Oh, no, YouTube too. is fine, too. Yeah. Do YouTube. But we're talking about iTunes right now. Go to iTunes and find Wicked Anime, rate our show, and give us a review. Yeah. So is that all we have for fan service? That is all we have. For Thank you, everybody, for contributing your fan service. And uh, how how can they find our, our fan service or give us fan service? How can you, they give us fan service? All right. So this is, we're transitioning out of the show. We are now. doing a transition. Why do you never find my my segues? Because I don't know if we're gonna be like, yeah, I'm done now. Their okay. twin lepathy doesn't so, work all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like an on and off thing. We can't control it. <laughs> so. If you guys would like to join in on our conversation here on Wicked Anime, if you would like to tell us your first convention stories, uh, or whatever, you just want to send us a, hi, hi Wicked Anime, hi, um, you can email us at wickedanimereviews, all one word, wickedanimereviews, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can chat with us or, you know, send us a cool message or look at our news stories that we post and share from around the internet. Usually when you guys send us a news story, we also share it back. So that's pretty fun. You can also find us at youtube.com, as I mentioned before, where you can, you know, rate, review, comment, whatever. Uh, that's youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews. You can, of course, find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime. Uh, if you're not already listening to the podcast there... Podcasts. Podcasts, specifically. We're, that's that's like what podcasts were in the 90s, except they were round discs. Yeah, that's a, that's a dated joke. Yeah. Our audience doesn't get that. Slammers. <laughs> and um, you can... If you're not already listening, if you're not already listening to the podcast on iTunes or on SoundCloud Dash Wicked Anime, 
which SoundCloud is booming. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, you can also find us all around the internet. You can find us at Twitter, and you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime, which John did during this recording. Yeah, in the <laughs> middle of this recording, we got a, a tweet from John. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Tumblr at uh, wickedanime.tumblr.com, and uh, that's about it. Oh, I think we, that's it. We do have a Twitch channel. It's not up and running quite yet, but now that we have a whole bunch of, we have Street Fighter Five, we have Naruto, we have all these things that we could stream right along, uh, and you guys can come join us and watch us get absolutely destroyed uh, until okay. Tekken comes out. When Tekken comes out, we're done. I can, I'm, I'm forget it. I'm, you guys are wasted. But I'm not gonna pl- be playing video games because I have uh, Fire Emblem. So you're I'll, not gonna be playing video games because you're gonna be playing video games. Yeah. So like, see you guys like next year because I'm gonna be playing Fire Emblem forever. Uh, but I, I don't remember. Think about it. It was Patreon. Else. It oh. was Patreon. Uh, guys, so if you guys want to contribute to the Nerdy Show Patreon, please do. Because, uh, you can get shoutouts just like Allison did. Yep. Uh, you, you can, can request that, too. Like, she had to request, hey, could you, could I do this on Yeah, could Wicked I get anime? my shoutout read on Wicked Anime? And you know what? Cap, we'll say yes. Cap was like, heck yeah, you can. So we did. Now, that's it for us. Now, tell us about everybody else. Evan, you start. Tell us where we can find all Evan's about to put you guys uh, to shame. all right so for the recent news reviews podcast episodes and videos featuring members of the boston basher brigade you can find us at www.b3crew.com if you have any questions comments if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show or if you have any questions for our friend sawa sensei for her nazo nazo niango segment you can write to us at the bastards at bostonbasherbrigade.com you can find me on tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com on twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck on anime amino at king baby duck esh and on twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistry inc like us on facebook.com slash boston bash brigade and on facebook.com slash land of ash and for all the other sites under the land of ash please be sure to visit the electric sisterhood phil's recap and review smashed rook the structure network and nerd crave. Boom! That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Hey man, so well. Just spoken. because mine's more conversational doesn't mean it's 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 inferior. I mean, come on. <laughs> and John Brohawk Riley, where can the internets find you? Hello, everyone. How you doing? My name is John Riley. You can find me at Brohawk Riley on Twitter. I am a Naruto fanatic and supporter of the multiplayer Naruto community. I have been for the last five years. Unfortunately, Bandai Namco and everybody, blah, 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 they screwed up the game and also they took out spectator mode. So I created a website to help the Naruto multiplayer live streaming community. Please go to kataman2.com, K-A-T-A-M-E-N, number two, Com. That we'll is have a link a, in the description for yes, you guys. Yes, it is a uh, it's a Naruto spectator substitute. Uh, it's a uh, Kataman Two is the Romanji. It's it Kataman Two is translated into English from Japanese. It means mm-hmm. two sided. So ah. it, uh, it 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 does two different purposes. But pretty much as soon as you go there, you're going to be able to see a website. And so far, it has four. Um, Naruto live streamers right there with their Twitch live stream. So when we run a tournament, you're going to be able to see every player. So you do not, what if you're viewing them as an audience, you do not have to look at a loading screen or a lobby screen. You can always see these people fighting. 
like the spectator mode used to be. So nice. That's about it. Sweet. Well, uh, thank you guys for joining us for this episode, and uh, thank you fans for listening. I suppose we probably should have warned John that our ending was coming up because we—he has no idea what's. No, we happen. never, we never but, let our, our, our guests know. But I guess it's time for us to sign off. The only way we know how. We'll see you in the next episode, which is also Con Month. K bye. biggest fear now and I think now that I'm in a second year teaching at a high school last year I saw some of my students at the con yeah. um awkward fortunately they didn't, actually no two of them saw me and I was during opening ceremony did you threaten them just I like if you say anything no but <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.